cliffcentral.com. Let's go to someone who's sensible on the show for a change instead of us talking nonsense. Here's Dr. Hanan. Hey, Doc. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Are you, are you drunk right now? <laughs> <laughs> you should be, right? I mean, like, this is the coping mechanisms. It's not the topic of conversation for this morning, but uh, people had to cope in the, in the past, and part of it was that they were just drunk all the time. What's the, what's the first thing that a drunk person says every single time? I'm not drunk. <laughs> yeah, <That's>... Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Um, okay. So I want to talk about this because it's come up a couple of times on the show and I still don't understand it. People who have open relationships. Um, I do know they're not together anymore. Surprise, surprise. But I do know two people who were in an open relationship and – she and he were, for all intents and purposes, it was working out fine for a while. It never lasts, though. And I'm just wondering if I'm very prejudiced because I believe that it's an impossibility or if there's something about it that I don't understand. Maybe I'm very old school about this. I don't, I don't really uh, make an effort to try and understand how it might work. What are your feelings on this off the, the bat? Doc, I mean, can, is it possible for people to have an open relationship? In other words, let's just clear up the definitions for people here. An open relationship is where you are with somebody, but you also occasionally have sex with other people. And sometimes you even do it as a couple. Right. So the, the rule is that relationships are very diverse and there's no one glove fits all. The reason why, let's call them the opposite, closed relationships are much more likely to survive and thrive, even though over 50% of people do get divorced. So that's not really a model for success. But they're much more successful, we know from research, than open relationships is because they are well-defined. The rules and boundaries are solid, and the moment in any relationship the rules are agreed on and abided by, then you are in for a trusting relationship. The problem with, or the challenge rather, with open relationships is that the rules are so diverse and they're so complex. The game, you move from playing checkers to playing chess. There are benefits to open relationships, such as well, the freedom to satisfy a diverse set of needs, the freedom to do what you want, how you want to sexually go on and emotionally go on adventures, which are maybe not so available to you in a closed relationship. Closed relationships are other adventures that you can go on, but certainly different to the ones that are open. But the key challenge that I see amongst the couples that I see that are in open relationships is that trust is generally broken very quickly and very easily because the rules are not clearly defined. Even the way that you've defined open relationship will kind of giving each other permission to sexually explore outside of the relationship. What does that even mean? I mean, it sounds no. like you're fine, but what does it even mean? Who can I bring? How many people can I bring? Right. When can so, I be, when can I explore out of my comfort zone? So I've heard again of couples who have very strict rules. They, the rules are clearly defined. So the rule is, if you have any uh, experiences outside of our relationship, you've got to tell each other, that kind of thing. Now, that sounds great in theory, but the, the human inclination is always to 
try and hide that stuff. <clears throat> yeah, to preserve I, a relationship. Yeah, and, and if you care about the person, it's not so damned easy to just go and tell them, oh, yeah, I was busy with this one this weekend while you were on a business trip. Is this appropriate? I mean, I don't think any rule can make that easier. It's not easy, and I'll tell you why psychologically it, it is very challenging. So we keep on referring week after week um, to the coin theory. And the mm-hmm. coin theory says the more you invest, the more you value, the more you care, the more you expect. That's the way it works. The more right. you invest, the more you care, the more you value, the more you expect. So again, if I invest a million rand into a business, I'm going to expect and I'm going to value it a lot more than when I invest nothing into a business. Now, in a relationship, the more I invest, the more I value, the more I care, the more I expect. Now, the moment I invest a lot into a person, Naturally, when they go out and take their coins and invest it somewhere else, I'm naturally going to be disappointed. I'm naturally going to feel frustrated, angry, resentful, jealous. So it almost works in opposite to how our psychology is, where the more I invest, the more I care. But meanwhile, you're going out and investing in other people, and I want you to reinvest into what I'm investing into. That's why it's very challenging, and that's why jealousy is so rough. And even though you're quite right, yeah. Gareth, even though the rules are so clearly defined, and a lot of the times people think in theory that they can go out and give their partners all the freedom that they want. But the moment the partner goes out, suddenly mm. they realize that, hey, I don't want them to step out of the boundaries of the relationship. Right. Because now I feel jealous. Now I feel resentful. Now I feel hurt. So, mm. yeah, in theory it works. But in practice, it's very challenging. Mm. You try one of these ones. <clears throat> yeah, I was in an open relationship once. <laughs> I, in, the, in my heyday, um, in the swingers community. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I'm taking this very seriously. Go yeah. on. Um, and I was actually dating the, the, the head honcho. The head swinger. The head swinger, the pig swinger. <laughs> and it was so weird because I, I was completely fine with it. I really? Was, I was absolutely how fine long with did, it. How long did you guys last? Um, probably about six months. I don't, and I was trying that's, to remember that, now. Listen, that's not bad. Why, how we no, both, mean, why we stopped seeing each other? But uh, I, I don't remember. What do you What do you yeah, think of that? Doc? I want to I mean, ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to just explore this. When you said, "What were the rules of your relationship? What were the rules of the game? What did you agree on?" Well, I think it was quite a unique situation in that it wasn't something that we went in as a what we would call vanilla couple, um, and then decided, "Hey, let's explore something." The scene was set up. I knew when I met him that he was the the big swinger, the head honcho. And what was um, he allowed to do? And what were you allowed to do? Everything and anything. <laughs> so everything and anything. There's the no rule there. The, the only rule we ever had in the swinging community was that um, at at gatherings, you were not allowed to have single men attending. You could have single women attending, but not single men. Men had to have hmm. a partner. Um, and he could, but and he could you, swing without you. He could go and have a sexual adventure without you. No problem. Yes, and I knew he was. And that was okay with yet, you. Yet, yet, when I'm in a committed relationship, I'm probably one of the most jealous people you'll ever know. I will fly into a jealous rage due to trust issues from <laughs> a young age. So I, I don't know how to balance that up. Where it, it also depends on what time, what part of your life you're in. At that stage. You know, I, I don't know, you would probably have some term for it. 
but you, you don't have much self-respect and you're hurting a lot. So you tend to engage in more risky behavior. Um, whereas when you're more settled, it's, um, it's completely different. Talk and cheese. So when you met, the rules were already set. You know, you knew yes. what he was about to, and you gave him the freedom to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, as long as the only rule was that no single men are to attend these <clears throat> swing appointments. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, the, why did you only last for eight or nine months? Um, I, 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 I wasn't. I didn't fall in love with him as such. It kind of got to that point, and then I wasn't ready for that. So, but do you think? Um, do you think a part? You think maybe you didn't fall in love because the investment? I mean, you just couldn't give more because his time was obviously limited. It's also there. There was that weird challenge thing, you know. Like sometimes a, a married person is more of a challenge for a single person, um, and you feel a sense of victory when they spend time with you instead of their wife, where they choose you over the wife. It's kind of like that with, with this guy where he would choose to spend time with me at a party instead of anyone else. It's yeah. kind of like a, you, you think you've won something. You know, All right, how about, how, about, how about this? Uh, sorry, I want to throw this question in because it's, it's just taking it in a different direction. I have a question, says Joking Atheist. Open relationships generally are about the sexual activity, but they break down when the external relationship strays into other boundaries. Is this true? Yeah, because remember, like the rules, the rules are so complex. It's like, sure, you can go out and have a sexual adventure with someone else, but suddenly what about developing feelings for the other person? What about I actually like their kids and I like their friends and I like their parents too. Mm. I like when they go out and I actually not just want to have sex with them, mm. but I actually want to engage with them on an emotional level. Those rules are not clearly defined in an open relationship, which makes it therefore way more complex. But another aspect that Leanne brings up that is so interesting because it happens a lot in the relationships that I see the open relationships is that it becomes like a mini game. It's like you turn to your partner and you go, you know what, you go, go and explore. But now in my head, I want to make sure that you come back to this because mm -hmm. I want to make sure that I am the head poncho, that I am the head person that you come back home to. So it becomes like almost like a, um, an unhealthy game that at the end of the day you can never win because there's always somebody better, somebody taller, somebody thinner, somebody you know more sexually desire, uh, desirable. It's a, it's a losing game for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just going to throw this in here. This is quite a, a valid comment from Carl. It says, shame, man. Leanne's personal life is always content for our entertainment. We mustn't forget that she's actually mostly a real person. <laughs> Listen, it's entertaining to me as well. <laughs> I just, I sometimes lie in bed and think back on a few things and I, I'm thoroughly entertained for like an hour and a half at least. Oh, wow. Uh, the big so many layers to Leanne, sure. We've hardly even scratched the surface on this thing because these open relationships, I, I mean, I've had endless discussions with people about whether it's possible or not. Some people claim it is not only possible, it is optimal. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I've never been convinced. Yeah, I mean, then you, then you get thrapples as well who live no, together no. and have children. No, yeah. I, I, I saw one of those very... videos. I saw one of those videos on Instagram this week of like, 
two gender non-binary women and some guy called Benefa or something. <laughs> and then the three of them have got like two kids. And it's just, I just go, oh. Uh, you and know, the kids are like in homeschooling like, or non-schooling. Yeah, and, and the <laughs> kids are also like, you know, trans, this, whatever. They're the one kid, they don't want to determine. It's, I mean, it's just such a mess. Like life is hard enough. And then you want to go and complicate your life with an open relationship. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, really, like, tried and tested. Uh, monogamy has its advantages. You know, you want to, it's a great way to raise kids. Uh, the minute you try to raise kids, how does it work in an open relationship? Yeah, I exactly. Know. The it's rules become be really complicated yeah. for sure. No, no, no. It's it's very weird. All right. So uh, thank you, Doc. And I hope we haven't upset all the people in the swinging community or the open <laughs> relationship community this morning because we've been quite dismissive. But uh, you know what? You've got you you're going to go out this week and have sex with uh, many people. So don't <laughs> don't come and put all your shit on us. You're on, you're at the advantage right. side. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. All right. Thanks, Doc. Right, nice guys. to see you. Good to see you. Nice to see you. It's good. Bye. Bye. <laughs> So good to unpack these things uh, professionally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Monday morning. Cliffcentral.com.